We appreciate the continued support Dipsy gives to another mother runner. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories and guided sessions designed to turn you on and help you get in touch with yourself. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash AMR. Mother runner, be kind to your feet. You spend all day on your feet, and one of the best ways to care for your feet is with your socks. Peds All Day Active No-Show Socks provide comfort, durability, and support for whatever you have planned. Available at peds.com, Target, Amazon, Walmart, and other retailers. Happy New Year, Indeed. Indeed Indeed.com helps you find quality candidates with Indeed Instant Match. Get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash AMR. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through March 31, 2021. Welcome to another Mother Runner. This is Sarah Bowen Shea. And despite it being the first Friday of the new year, January 1st, this is actually the show that we typically do at the end of the year. It's an annual tradition for me to gab with each of the hosts one after another, kind of catch up on their year and then look forward to the new one. And somehow, thankfully, 2020 got away from me. So these are, it's going to be this episode and the next one. So the first two of the new year. So a little bit different, but hopefully you'll be able to glean some insight and advice from these gals and just kind of catch up and get to know them a little better. First one is Katie Snevis. Hello, Katie. Hi, Sarah. How are you? Good, good. Good to hear your voice. You are fresh off some some skiing with your family. Yes, we got some snow in the mountains here in Colorado. We skied. We actually, um, <laughs> we went, uh, what is it called? Tubing yesterday. Have you oh. ever seen that or heard of it? I've certainly seen it. Yeah, it's popular here. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we almost died. The five <laughs> of us went down in the chain a few times, <laughs> oh. um, but it's just, I was, as I was doing it yesterday, I was thinking about when was the last time you laughed uncontrollably like that and like screamed as a, an adult, um, I love in that. a good I way. Love I love it that was, feeling. Yeah, it was, it was so fun. So we ended, we ended, um, our little ski trip on a high yesterday when we did that and no one broke any bones. So it's a win-win <laughs> all around. <laughs> no doubt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And it's kind of cathartic to scream like that and just be like kind of out of control. I get that way on amusement park rides in the before time that I would just like open my mouth and I'd be ready to scream and laugh so loudly that I couldn't make any sound. (laughs) (laughs) And you don't feel like a total idiot because everyone else is doing it. Right. Right. I mean, it's just, I think I'll, if I'm still doing this at the age of 80, I think I'll still do the same thing. It's just, you feel like a child again. And that's, and it's kind of fun. It's really fun for your kids to see you like that too. It's not every day that we get to, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of let our guard down and just act silly and fun. And so it's, it's always good to take advantage of those opportunities when you get them. Exactly. We were playing a word game the other day and I just made this total bonehead mistake and I just started laughing so hard at myself and, and it, it wasn't that big of a laugh. It shouldn't have been, but because of that, it made me laugh even harder because I was like, <laughs> it's just so silly. And I think the kids were like, wow, look at, look at mom. Uh, what it, does mom been drinking? What is she doing over yeah, there? No, not at all. So. <laughs> I love oh, it. Oh my goodness. So Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think you and I ran in the same race of 2020. Am I right? Did you did. do a women run down at our Hilton Head retreat? 
I did. I did the half. You did the half. Exactly. So we were not in the same category. Yeah. Yes. But that was our last, I mean, isn't it just funny? And I, and everyone has this same experience is when you really think about the last kind of normal thing that you did in Mm -hmm. 2020. And that was back in February. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's, that was such an exhilarating race. I don't think we appreciated it as much as, as it we were doing when, while we were doing it, but running a whole half marathon or 10 K, whatever you're a quarter, a quarter marathon, Mm -hmm. sorry, quarter marathon on Mm -hmm. a beach is pretty cool. Not a lot of people get to do that. It was, and gosh, what a glorious morning it was. It was right. crystal clear sky and a little bit of crispness in the air. And gosh, that Caligny Beach at Hilton Head Island is so flat and well-packed. And I've been telling everybody, I'm like, no, 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 don't worry. It's not like you think of as running on sand. And everybody's like, mm, I don't think so. I think you're wrong. And I after- think no one believed you. Yeah. No we're like, it's afterwards. just crazy. Uh-huh. Everyone's like, Sarah, I should have believed you. You were right. You're right. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Told think, you so. I think the people that were a little nervous to race once they were out there and realized that it's, it's all, I mean, it's better than running on a road. Mm-hmm. I think they were a little jealous that they didn't do the race. So next time, next time we do a retreat there, people, I bet more yeah. people will sign up. Yeah. In 2022. Cause we yes. it from uh, next February. Yeah, I guess as people listen, this will be considered next month. So right. we're recording this on December 30th. And uh, yeah, so unfortunately we had to move that retreat just because we we know that the pandemic will still not be in control by then. So, right. um, so but how did that half marathon go for you? It was good. It was really good. Um, you know, I did, I've done several half marathons in the past four or five years. Um And obviously that was the only one that I did this year, but I really like the half marathon distance. I just, I do. I think there's something about, you know, it it pushes you, but it's not, doesn't leave you for dead. Like I felt after the (laughs) Chicago marathon, which I loved. And, um, I was going to tell you this cause we chat, you know, 10 times a day that I think Dan and I are going to put our names in the lottery for the New York marathon. Wow. I think there's a 0.0000000 chance we'll get in, in 2021, but we're going to try. Wow. That's exciting. It is exciting. After I, you know, I think everyone feels this way after a marathon. You're like, I'm, I'm just never going to do that again, ever. Maybe not mm-hmm. everyone. I know you don't, but a lot oh, of people do. After my first one, I most certainly did. Yeah. Like, and no, never again, <laughs> never again. But then you give it a couple of weeks and you're like, okay, maybe I'll do it again. So, um, it's funny. Cause I convinced him to do Chicago with me and mm-hmm. then he's like, let's do New York. I'm like, if I were going to do another one, I would love to do New York since we used to live there. But I'm yeah. like, I just don't think I want to train. Um, but we've been talking about a lot. So we're going to try again. I don't think there's a chance that we'll get in, but one of these years, hopefully. but also you guys are not linked, uh, in the lottery. So what happens if one of you gets in and the other one doesn't? Well, I will admit this to you and the rest of the podcast oh, yeah. world. No one else is listening. Yeah. No one else is in my ear. <laughs> I wouldn't be so sad if he got in and I got to just go hang out with my friends in New York for the weekend and went along with them. You know, I mean, it wouldn't be well, the end of the world. <laughs> you realize now, of course, that the, the masters of the universe have heard that. And now <laughs> you'll get in and Dan won't. So. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know I, that is exactly what's going to happen. So we'll see. I mean, it, 
it'll be interesting. I don't know what we'll do in that situation. If one of us gets in and one of us doesn't, cause that's, we're one of those weird couples that mm-hmm. we, we like doing it together. So I don't know mm-hmm. if I could do it without him. I'm sure he could do it without me, but we'll see. La 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 Thing down, you know, totally. First that we run together. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> Coming we'll across s- a 59th street bridge. La la la. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to wear your hair in braids or something. Oh, for sure. For sure. <laughs> oh my goodness. So that, that would be very exciting. So you will have to keep us posted. So I will. yeah. Thank and you, you, I was going to say, you're going to be host uh, co-host when we do the episode about running with uh, people who run with their partner. Mm. So yeah. So this kind of feeds into that topic, which by the way, people, I am looking for guests for that show. I posted on our Facebook page and I got like nobody. Really? Interesting. It was, yeah. It was kind of astonishing. There's one couple here in Portland that I see all the time. So I'm like, Hey, Katrina, you're going to be a guest on the podcast. <laughs> like, okay. Is that okay. Well, and let's, let's be clear. The reason why Dan and I run together is because we can get away from our kids for 45 minutes. I mean, our kids are still pretty little, you know, so we don't leave them all that often at yeah, all. Right. Um, but we do feel comfortable leaving them to go for a run around our neighborhood. So I mean, I enjoy running with him. I do. It's, it's fun. And he pushes me because he's faster, but it's really a, an excuse to just get out of the house. So right. isn't that why we all run? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That is like, that should be the mantra of AMR. Sure. Yes. Yes. Well, always great to talk with you, Katie. I'm sure we'll be talking on a work call anytime soon. Now. Yes. Have fun today. You've got a lot of good guests lined up. I do. I do. Thanks. Bye-bye. Take care. Before I bring on the next guest, who is going to be Coach Liz Waterstrot, going to take a quick break from our partners. Stay tuned. In addition to being the host of our podcast, I also wear the HR hat at AMR. So I know hiring is one of those things you do not want to mess up. You need to hire great people if you want to take your entire business to the next level. With the stakes this high, there's only one choice, Indeed. Here's why you should turn to Indeed in this new year. Indeed.com is the hiring site that helps you find quality candidates instantly with Indeed Instant Match. This means you can do the part you really need, meeting and hiring great people, faster. Indeed searches through the millions of resumes in their database to help show you great candidates instantly. With Instant Match, you see a list of great candidates with zero weight. And unlike some other hiring sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility, delivering a short list of quality candidates faster. With Indeed, there are no long-term contracts, you can pause your account at any time, and you only pay for what you need. Want your quality shortlist fast? You need Indeed. Right now, our listeners get a free $75 credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com AMR. This is Indeed's best offer available anywhere. Get a free $75 credit at Indeed.com AMR. Indeed.com AMR. Offer valid through March 31, 2021. Terms and conditions apply. My feet are my trouble spot. So when I find something that works well for them, I swear by it. Like Ped's all-day active no-show socks. I got introduced to them a few months ago, and now I wear them, well, all day. Working, grocery shopping, walking the dog. My sensitive feet are grateful for them. Especially the arch compression. It's subtle, but my high arches get a bit of relief after a morning run when I pull on my Ped's for the day. Ped's all-day active no-show socks are made from a great, breathable mesh that keep my feet warm without making them a sweaty mess. My bony feet appreciate the foot-forming fit. With other Ped's I've worn, my short booties, clogs, and vans eat them, but Ped's stay perfectly, comfortably in place all day. Plus, they're super durable. 
I admit I wear them several days in a row before washing them. Don't judge me. Then, when they come out of the dryer, they're as good as new. Another reason I'm buying more? Both my teen daughters discovered them, and I now have them raiding my sock drawer. Ugh. I did, however, talk my younger daughter into returning a pair of black ones, which I count as a big win. Peds all-day active no-show socks are available at retailers like Walmart, Target, Amazon, and on peds.com. So many New Year's resolutions are about doing less of something. Why not give yourself more? More pleasure and more time to connect with yourself and your body. Dipsy is here to help. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn you on. Each short Dipsy story features characters that feel like real people and immersive scenarios, so you feel like you're right there. Find stories about a hookup with that bearded barista you wish would give you more than just a latte, or at a party that takes the celebration to the next level. Or maybe a story where your partner tells you exactly what to do, or you try a new toy together. There are new stories added every week, and the app makes it easy to search for the scenario you crave, or maybe something new that piques your curiosity. There's a new wellness section that offers a range of solo and partner activities. There are several breathwork sessions that I found super relaxing, allowing me to switch from work and family mode to playtime. However you choose to use it, Dipsy can make 2021 a more pleasurable year. For our listeners, Dipsy is offering a 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash AMR. That's a 30-day free trial when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash AMR. Dipsystories.com slash AMR. As promised, our next guest is Coach Liz Waterstrott, my newest co-host. Hello, Liz. Hi, Sarah. Happy New Year. You too. I have to say that I think bringing you on as a co-host was one of my better moves of 2020. So thank you. Um, for- <laughs> that's, am- that's amazing feedback. All right. I don't know. You're, you're setting the expectations so high. I'm starting to get you know some anxiety about it, but I think I can do this. Yeah. You're a coach. You know how to deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> so did you have any races in 2020? I did not have a single race. Oh, wow. Nothing. Uh Uh, I was supposed to do two world championships, one in New Zealand and one in Canada. Oh, and and, and tell people what you mean by um, that, the world championships. So by way of my results in 2019, I had qualified for these two races and one- Triathlons, triathlons. Triathlon, a short distance Uh one and then a longer distance one. And so this was going to be my year- Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I'm young in my age group and I had gotten permission and blessings from the family to do these big trips. Uh, but you know, it didn't, it didn't happen. Everything gets pushed off until 2021. Mm. But- wow. So, so I absolutely adore New Zealand. I just think it's a magical country. So where in New Zealand was it? Well, it was supposed to be in Taupo, but mm. now, so, so I went from possibly doing an event in Canada Canada and New Zealand. Mm-hmm. And now the races are in Utah and Bermuda. So it's like totally different climate mm-hmm. and <laughs> terrain. Mm-hmm. Um, still too, I mean, Utah and Bermuda will be very exciting places to visit. Uh, yeah. I mean, we, you can't right sneeze at Utah and Bermuda, but yeah, not new. <laughs> that's not new. Neither one of them is New Zealand. Sorry, Utah and Bermuda, yeah. but well, wow. Wow. Oh, that's, um, that's interesting that they changed the venues. I would think they would just press the reset button and be like, yep. Okay. We're going to do them. I guess they have contracts and probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. So, um, and when are those races? 
they're toward the end of the year. So there's, there's a good shot of them actually taking place. One is in September and the other one's in October. So my fingers are crossed. I will mm-hmm. prepare as if they are taking place and hope mm-hmm. for the best. Mm-hmm. I trust that the shorter one is in September. Actually, it's the reverse. So the short, Ooh. the short one's in October, end of October. Oh, so how much time will you have between the races? Oh, maybe six weeks. Plenty of time. <laughs> Are <laughs> we talking that one is a full distance? No. Oh, no, okay. Good. That would no, mm-hmm. uh, just a half distance, which is still still quite long. But yes, yes, more, it is. Yes, yeah, it is. It's, it's much more manageable. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um. So, and then I don't know, like what other highlights other than obviously becoming a co-host of the Another Mother Runner podcast, what were other highlights of your 2020? Um, I mean, I've got to be honest. I I feel like I've made it to the end of the year. This entire year has been an endurance event, Uh you know, for all of us and each of us. And I think we need to give ourselves permission to say that. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's, it's easy to discount our experience and say, well, none of my family got sick or I wasn't a frontline worker, but I think each of us had hardship and, and struggle and endured in, in our own unique ways. And I think it's good to just acknowledge that and pat ourselves on the back for it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. You must be a really good coach Liz. Cause that was really profound and I, I sound practiced. sarcastic, but you know. <laughs> um, no, I mean, I've spent a lot of time thinking about this and I'm sure I don't know, like I'm sure many of the parents out there of young children feel like each day is this just endurance event of, of nonstop noise and demands for food and picking up the same mess. And, <laughs> and, you know, here I am sitting at December 30th and 30th. And I think I have done whatever, 364 days of this now, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the first eight weeks of the year were fairly normal, but mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's a lot. And I, and I think we all deserve credit for whatever we've gone through this year. So true. Oh my gosh. And I tell you, I just, you you know, like you look at um, wealthy people and you can envy like, oh yeah, they get, you know, to sit in first class or they, you know, maybe have their own private jet or something. But the thing I'm like, I'm like, oh, imagine having two dishwashers. Like that's what I've been (laughs) envious of. That's what I have been coveting. (laughs) Two two ovens, two dishwashers, you know, the, the maid... But, but the dish, I'm just so tired of just the dish. It's like the moment you, you empty it, you take everything that's in the sink and it's almost full again. Yeah. And and, you know, I really, I, I, I realized I was near my breaking point when I opened up the dishwasher and I had an absolute fit and I took a picture of this dish that had been loaded like perpendicular to the grates in the dishwasher. And I sent it to my friend and I was like, who in their right mind does this? And so then I began sort of a, an investigation in the house <laughs> to figure out who did it. And everyone was denying it until one day my husband goes, oh, that was me. And I said, okay, okay. You know, I love you. I respect you. Can you please explain this to me? And he said, well, it's for times when I don't have time to load it correctly. I at least get it in the dishwasher. And you know, those of us who have been married 15 years now, we just, we nod our head and we say, okay, okay. I can see your logic. I respectfully no. disagree with it, but I can see it. And no, then you because, just move on. Because it takes the exact same amount of effort to put it in wrong as to put it in right. This is you true. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<gasps> I have to say, I feel the same way about um, wearing a running outfit that coordinates because I'm like, well, it didn't take me any extra effort to grab the blue shirt instead of the red shirt. So that's, that's why, you know, I, I'm kind of um, matchy matchy when I run. So well, good for you. I can't, I cannot claim that one. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, and any, are you just kind of going back to races? Are you going to have any tune up races or are you just kind of waiting to see how things shake out over the next couple months before you make any decisions? Yeah, I'm going to wait and see. I think like a lot of people, I'm not really keen on the idea of signing up for another race and, you know, whether you lose the money or you just lose the hope of it. Uh, I, I, I think we'll likely end up racing to in some, you know, variation of that once summer rolls around, but I, I'm just going to wait and see. I've got my two big ones already paid for, already signed up for, mm -hmm. and that's good enough for me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And what advice would you give to people who are kind of debating. I mean, you're there in Illinois. I mean, which for a while it sounded like was, was going back to having some races and things like that. Whereas here in Oregon, we just haven't, we haven't moved past April <laughs> time stopped in April pretty much. Um, so, I mean, what advice do you give to people about, um, you know, training and racing and that sort of thing? One day at a time, one foot in front of the other, one mile at a time. I mean, I would, I would look forward with, with hope, and, you know, this, this idea and excitement about what lies ahead, but mm -hmm. if it happens or not, it's, you know, it's just this idea of, it's all about the process, let go of the outcome, not because we don't care about the outcome, but kind of because we do really care about the outcome. And those aren't my words. Those are the words of Seth Godin in his latest book, but it's just this idea of embracing the process. What can you learn along the way? Who can you become during that time? Mm -hmm. And just see what unfolds. Mm. Well, hearing you say that, I am so glad that you and Coach Jen will be my coaches for the, when I once again embark on the Heart and Soul Marathon Level 2. Is that what it's called? Yes. Uh, no, that's yeah. challenging, Sarah. Are you up for that challenge? I most certainly am. I got through, I Good. started on February 2nd of this year of 2020 and went through... I want to say, I mean, definitely, definitely all the way to the beginning of May. I think that's why I, I think right around Mother's Day was when I stopped training. Okay. Um, yeah, for Missoula Marathon. So, um, so just gonna get back up on that horse and right. know, I feel like, you know, spinning the wheel and getting the wheel going fast again. Um, yeah, I've been enjoying really, really enjoying running lately, like the actual Good. act of being in motion running. So yeah. um, I'm, I'm kind of raring to go. So I'm so pleased that you and Jen will be my coaches. Well, good. And if I recall, you made some really nice gains mm -hmm. in the, the time that you spent in the program. So mm -hmm. hopefully we can build on that and all of your newfound enthusiasm for running again. Mm -hmm. And uh, we'll, we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Fingers crossed. Yes. Yes. Well, thanks, Liz. And I look forward to chatting with you a lot more in the new year. Okay. Happy new year to everyone. All right. Next up is Ellison Wiest. Hello, Ellison. Hey, Sarah. So good to hear your voice. Yes. Oh, I was thinking back a year ago when you joined my family and I for Christmas dinner. I was too. Yeah, oh, that was. <laughs> uh, and I just remember at the time, you know, it was kind of an impromptu invite. I am not a big 
you know, holiday person. So it's not like I had like 20 people over or something and you were, you know, you had mentioned you were going to be that your husband was out of town. And so I'm like, Oh, you should join us for Christmas dinner. And in the back of my mind, I thought you just never know how situations are going to change. So, you know, carpe diem. And (laughs) I'm so glad I carpeed that diem. (laughs) Well, I so appreciated it. Yeah. My husband had some family uh, illness to attend to back in Pennsylvania. And it was such a nice evening and I felt so included and it's a nice, it's a nice memory. Oh yes. And now you live on the opposite coast, which was, that was why I was seizing the day was because, well, don't know how much longer Ellison will be living in Portland. So came up a little, the move came more quickly than any of us anticipated, I think. So, um, yes, but, but we still have the podcast, Ellison. We still That's have the right. podcast. Yes. <laughs> Just like Paris. So before we talk running, let's talk books. Um, yeah. What have you been reading? That's good lately. Well, um, it's funny. I used to be a huge Louise Penny fan. She writes, he's a Canadian writer who writes mysteries, and I'm sure a lot of our listeners are familiar with her. And I read like the first six or seven, loved them, and then they began to sort of dwindle for me. And Mm -hmm. I didn't finish a couple, and I thought, okay, I'm done. But her 16th in the series. (laughs) Take a 10-book hiatus, Ellison. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's right. That's exactly right. I just came out, and it's called All the Devils Are Here. And Mm. speaking of Paris, that's where it's located. Oh. Uh, And I had kept reading good things, kept reading good things. And I said, you know, I'm going to give her one more try. And I'm so glad I did. Mm. Um, you know, for, for Louise Penny lovers. And if you have never read Louise Penny and like a good mystery, start with the first one, which is called Still Life. Mm-hmm. Um, but most of them take place in this little cute Canadian village, uh, Quebec village. Mm. Um, but this one's in Paris. So I really liked that. And, um, and do you feel you recommend starting with the first one? Do you yes. then feel that people could enjoy all the devils are here without reading the previous 15 or <laughs> yeah, that's the, she does a nice job of sort of backstoring, but mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be 15 books later. So (laughs) I would probably recommend if you've never read her to start with still life. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, you know, after having skipped, like you say, about 10 books, Mm -hmm. I did not feel, um, you know, at any sort of disadvantage. So, um, yeah, but the other ones that I wanted to mention is, I don't know, you don't, you don't have Netflix, do you? Oh, you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do, okay. do I breathe oxygen? Okay. I mean, All right, yes. I could remember. You. Okay, I'll just say one word then. Bridgerton. Oh no! Are we going to have to get into fisticuffs? Uh, like fisticuffs? Oh, you you hated it. I hated it. Oh my gosh, that's so much like Carol. She couldn't stand it. Oh, I mean, I I am dragging <laughs> myself through it, but my gosh, it has. I'm so glad you brought this up too. I mean. <laughs> I watched the first, almost the first two episodes, and all I thought was, I can't wait to get on Twitter tomorrow and see what people are saying. Uh, uh-huh. well, I just think it has no wit. It has, right. the, the tongue is not firmly in cheek. Like, there's no, I find the characters devoid of charm. 
And I mean, and also so much CGI. Like Uh, there is, I just don't want my period dramas to look like Avatar. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There's a, there's a lot of that. And that was what I was sort of surprised at, but I will say that it, it, this is one case where, trust me, the miniseries is better than the book. The book, it's mainly based on the first book and I think eight books by Julia Quinn and Lordy that's a lot of called, books yep the Duke and I follows each one of the eight Bridgerton children no but I in I, alphabetical order Anthony course. Benedict or <laughs> Alan Daphne yeah don't make me start. don't make me get through it I can't get hyacinth out of hyacinth my yes exactly <laughs> well because and then I think that two of the children have um flower names also can we just do a side note that that back in the day Yes, you might have eight children that you name in alphabetical order, but they would not all reach adulthood. Right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, that is what I mean. Let me tell you, it's not going to be on my top 10 list. Mm -hmm. But when you're sitting with, you know, trying to lull a baby to sleep and you can't read. (laughs) And from what I hear, at least in this part of the country, people are going absolutely nuts for it. Oh yeah, and, oh it's it's number one on Netflix. It's oh, yeah. all the rage talking about on Twitter yeah. and just mm. no and haters come at me because I just think it's oh. it's oh I'm sure it's I just think it's drivel. It's it's <laughs> I, I mean huh no. Yeah, yeah. No. Well, if you're not big into very, very detailed sex scenes, also as you go along, you are <laughs> gonna be very unhappy because I was even saying, Well, now's a good time to go get a drink of water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's funny that um two of the other co-hosts, Amanda Loudon and Adrian Martini, and then my best friend Chalkley, mm-hmm. we um started a text thread back um when we all turns out we're watching tiger king and so talk about trash but um and so and then we even had some zoom calls to discuss it and everything like that so i kind of revived it and was like hey guys i've been watching this i've been watching that which are really good and amanda was like oh and you have to watch bridgerton i was like and i hadn't watched (laughs) amba yet she's like it's like a period drama meets porn. Uh. Yes, yes, yes. He's exactly right. I mean, I was sort of like, okay, I'm, I, I got the, uh, the whole, you know, what's going on here about three, four, five minutes ago, and you know, several courses, you know. So, but I will say that what it reminded me of bookwise is when I was a teenager, historical romance was my jam. I was oh. just like, you know, Jean Plady, uh, Victoria Holt when I was like. 13 and 14 years old, you know, that's what I lived for. Um, You know, I'm thinking of another, uh, she'll come to me. But anyway, I thought, well, for those who are not going to be able to get the Julia Quinn books, because they're older books, and I, I just decided to appear at Amazon, and the other books in the series are like, gone 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 mm. uh you know a couple of them we we can ship this in one to two months so i thought <laughs> i want to just bring a, a couple forward that they might like look at you and- so thoughtful because because <laughs> so i still feel like we haven't exhausted the i want to dump on bridgerton topic but i'll let it go I'll oh let okay it go. Well, i mean how much time do you have no, 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 no. that's the thing <laughs> <laughs> so okay so you bring on your if you are not sarah and you liked bridgerton <laughs> right here are books right. you should read <laughs> right right and you're you know you're clamoring because i think you can pretty much get the first one the duke and i but if you want to go for the next seven 
Mm-hmm. You're going to have to wait or you're going to have to run to your library and knock a couple people over. <laughs> um, so the first one I'm thinking of is set in the same period and it's called Gentleman Jim. Mm. And it's by an author who apparently has several other books uh, called Mimi mm-hmm. as an M-I-M-I Matthews. Mm. And um, it's, you know, it's got the, the typical background. It's actually got a, a nice cover, but it's, you know, wealthy squire's daughter, Margaret Honeywell, was always meant to marry her neighbor, Frederick Burton Smythe. But it's bastard-born Nicholas Seaton who has her heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost got a little bit of the Wuthering Heights theme about it, a little mm. bit of that going on. Mm. Uh, and that's probably heresy. I'm feeling embarrassed. Well, no, it. because I also really don't like Wuthering Heights, the oh, novel. Oh, I, and I know we have friends with you. <laughs> <laughs> I think we have. I think you're forgetting we have touched on this before. We because, have. That's because right. We I, have. I mean, I just want to drop kick Kathy. <laughs> and Heathcliff didn't make up for her. no even remembering him as Laurence Olivier who uh, you know be still yeah. my beating heart I mean yeah so yeah yeah, yeah. all right well moving right along <laughs> right. <then>. <laughs> the <laughs> other one is by a new writer named Evie E-V-I-E Dunmore mm-hmm and it's called Bringing Down the Duke. And it mm. takes place later on, later in the 19th century. Mm-hmm. Um, England, 1879. Mm-hmm. Brilliant but destitute Annabelle Archer is one of the first female students of Oxford University. Her scholarship demands that she recruit men of influence to champion the rising women's suffrage movement. Her target, the cold and calculating Duke of Montgomery, commander of Britain's politics. <laughs> And this one, I think, will will appeal to everybody who liked Bridgerton. So don't worry, it's not on your birthday list. But uh, <laughs> it's, you know, definitely, uh, you know, got everything that Bridgerton does, um, except for all the glossiness. And, and the CGI. Yeah, the CGI <laughs> really surprised me. Oh, it's so obnoxious when they do those seemingly panoramic shots of the village. Right. And it's like... Oh my gosh, is that made of Legos and then computerized? Like, yeah, and you're going to see some writing where uh, Daphne and her brother Colin are writing. And I was like, what in the world? Because they use that in the background. You are so funny. I have gotten to that scene. And I was like, are they like on a mechanical bull or something? <laughs> <laughs> that's what yeah yeah no i was you know kind of dwing griffith you know what's going on here <laughs> this is 2020 i'm assuming this was made a year ago you know, so oh but yeah and of course now everything i'm seeing is people are just wondering is there going to be a season two is there going to be a season oh. two so in the meantime mm. you know mm, there's, no. there's historical oh. romance out there I do have to say, I was also super disappointed because I love so many of the actors in it. Like yes. the the guy who plays Anthony, he is fabulous in Crashing, yes. which is, uh, you know, early Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Right. Oh my gosh. I love him in that, sh- in that series. And just, oh my gosh. No, though, I think if people like Bridgerton and they're looking for something else to stream, what I don't know anybody else who's watched it is Vanity Fair on Amazon Prime with Johnny Flynn. Oh, hot. Oh. And also stars um, the actress who plays Eloise, Daphne's sister oh, yeah, immediately sister. beneath her. She's a blonde in Vanity Fair. Oh, my gosh. And oh, um, yeah, and I really like that actor. And so, mm-hmm. yeah. So, mm-hmm. 
anyway, yeah. yes. Well, the book that I have been just adoring and a um, Bammer recommended it to me is Anxious People by um, Friedrich Bachman. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. I'm anxious, anxious <laughs> to hear what you say because I've heard people just rave and then I've heard that people just tossed it. Oh, it's clever, clever, clever. And just the observations that he makes just about life and about the way people interact and just clever, just little like one sentence quips and things like that. Like I had um, I actually ordered it off, off eBay and then the seller reneged on it. I got a great oh. deal and then reneged on it. I was so bummed because, and so now I have a library copy. I'm like, oh, I wish I owned it because I want to underline the observations oh. that he make and just clever turns of phrase and things that you like um, incidents from the past that you think like, why is he mentioning that? And I'll say, you're going to wonder why I'm mentioning that. There's very much a, you know, the yeah. author breaks the, the fourth, fourth wall. wall. Yeah. And yeah. so um, just I'm about three quarters of the way through. It's just keeps you guessing it. I just adore it. Just okay. adore it. So um, and um, his the, his most well-known novel is A Man Called Oove or how do you say that? Right. Oove. I think that's what it is. Yeah. Of. So he's uh, and I think yeah. of our friend Monica because it's set in yes. who lives in Sweden. So it's set in Sweden and um yes oh it's i just adore it so yeah yeah Yeah. well carol loves his work um Mm. there's been a couple she hasn't liked but she and i both enjoyed a man called ove and um so maybe we'll both have to read this one Mm -hmm. but i want to hear when you get to the end of it your final thoughts oh all right all right yeah hopefully hopefully it will not disappoint yeah yeah so you're sort of back. We'll talk about running for just a minute. You're you mm-hmm. sounds like you've kind of resumed running there in South Carolina. Like it's well, I have. Yeah, you know, and a lot of it is uh, my grandson, who's five and a half, loves going on long walk runs with me, and it's good because we need to kind of get his energy level out, particularly. <laughs> You know, even in South Carolina, where they're a lot more laid back about uh, the pandemic, uh, he hasn't been able to play as many sports. You know, mm-hmm. he did get to play some soccer. He was supposed to start basketball earlier this month. That didn't go through. Mm-hmm. So we, um, I've been doing more just very loose you know, we walk and then we come maybe to a hill and I, I, you know, throw my arms out and go, ah, <laughs> we run down the <laughs> hill. Um, you know, we have pretend games because we live very close to a very, very large um, uh, trail, wooded trails, oh. a bunch of trails out here, mainly for the horses, people uh-huh. ride horses here. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, my daughter is just, you know, recovering, Carol's just recovering from giving birth. So the goal that she and I have is to get to where she can walk at least an hour on the track mm-hmm. uh, and maybe some little spurts of runs. And then I think we're going to do one of your training. Yes. Programs. Yes. We're going to hop on a train like a mother club day. program. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So. Awesome. Well, that's so awesome that you're able to mix family. Cause as talked about, um, with um katie sometimes it's uh running is all about getting out of the house and getting away from the family so it's nice that you are you know at least taking one of your family members with you yes yes yeah kennedy will go with us but she's very disappointed because there's some quicksand down in the woods and when i say that it's not the type you know that you see on tarzan movies. But <laughs> okay. it's, uh, it's, that sounds dangerous <laughs> yeah it has to get very 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 mucky to be even an issue but 
she wanted to see the quicksand. So I bundled her and Mark and I up and we walked the mile to get down there. And I had remembered it as a child, but apparently not very well because we walked right across it <laughs> and then saw the sign that said, you know, pointing the other direction. <laughs> she was so disappointed. Yeah, she was like, That's it. I was like, you know, you got to use your imagination. <laughs> so the other day she said to me, Nana, I don't want to go for another walk for you unless we can see the quicksand. What <laughs> dangerous <laughs> honey <laughs> oh my gosh yeah. oh my gosh well lovely catching up with you i'll let you get back to that adorable family of yours same and happy new year to you and yours yes you too Allison. all right bye-bye all right the final co-host for today is tish hamilton hello tish how are you hey sarah i'm good i get to go last wow i'm so excited yes yes save the best for last um so um so how this is airing on january 1st but recording it at the very end of 2020 did you have any races in 2020 well you know what sarah i Mm-hmm. Ran exactly one race in February in the before times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was an impromptu half marathon in Savannah. Um, mm-hmm. I had not trained specifically for it, but I had been doing my, my uh, running partner, Susan, and I had been doing 10 or 11 miles every weekend. So I was in, you know, uh, good enough shape for it and mm-hmm. um, decided to run it at the last minute because visiting my boyfriend down here in Savannah and I had a great race. Um, awesome. I, sometimes I think when you don't, you know, train for something specifically and, but you've got enough, you know, fitness in your legs to run. Mm-hmm. Um, it takes some of the pressure off. Sure. Uh, and so I, I wasn't freaked out. It's like, yeah, let me go see how this goes. Mm-hmm. I did have a sort of a time goal in the back of my head because um, this it, 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 at the time you could, if you ran under a certain time, you could qualify for the New York city marathon. Oh yeah. That's your secret. Uh-huh. That's my secret. It's <laughs> it, that's that thing. That loophole is it's closed. It is no more, but it still was then. And it's like a and, wormhole in the yeah. running world. <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I met the time goal and here's the funny thing. I, I, I won my age group. Yay me. Very awesome. exciting. Mm-hmm. But here's why I won the age group because there were two women in my age group who, who took overall prizes. Oh, you, oh we got a fist bump sister because that is how I got first in my age group at our race at Hilton Head was I was like, I can't be the fastest person in my age group. And the race organizer was like, oh, no, no, no. The fastest one came in third overall. So that bumps you up to first in your age group. I'm like, Yes. <laughs> two, two. One of them took the master's prize and the other one took the grandmaster's prize. <laughs> and they both ran 10 minutes faster than me. <gasps> oh my I, goodness. I know, right? I'm like, oh wow. my God. I'm like all high on myself. Like they ran 10 minutes faster. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't even want to do the math because that's pretty glaring. <laughs> But, and it happened to be a weekend where there was um, a book festival going on in Savannah. So we went to, uh, and I heard three different authors speak and that was super exciting. And then there was, uh, we went to my favorite burger place. So there was burger, beer, French fries. So it was, (laughs) it was a good weekend all around. (laughs) You got in a whole bunch of activities. So, so it was like, oh, shut your mouth, Tish. You already had that awesome weekend in February. What do you want more good weekends for in the year? (laughs) 
And all done then. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. But I also shouldn't discount virtual races. So you did, you know, you, you did the New York city marathon virtually, didn't you? Well, sort of, kinda. Mm-hmm, um, yeah. I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to do 26.2 miles virtually. Cause that's mm-hmm. just crazy talk. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I did decide that I could do 26.2 kilometers. That's it. That was, yeah. And then I did the math. I'm like, uh-oh, that's actually 16 miles. And we haven't been running that far. <laughs> <laughs> so we did do it. And we did it on the weekend of the marathon. And, it, you know, it, it was it was fun. I don't mean to knock virtual races. I know a lot of people have found motivation, inspiration, success, uh, mm-hmm. you know, accomplishment, all those good things. Um, yeah. But, uh, you know, it, for whatever reason, it's not, it's not my thing. Um, uh-huh. Yeah. I, and I'm happy to, to plot along, uh, you know, and I have been, actually, I've been on a, a exercise streak so not a oh. running streak but uh-huh. at least 30 minutes of movement every day since i didn't start at the beginning of pandemic because i didn't know i was going to be doing this right <laughs> your, your magic eight ball wasn't quite right uh-huh. yeah <laughs> sometime in mid-april I, I i started and i've managed to keep it up so Wow. How has that gone? You know, because as as you know from our um, shared journalism background that i did my 30 minute minimum of exercise that my streak went on for five and a half years. Wow. Now you mm-hmm. definitely were my inspiration for oh. it. Uh, Cause I really like the idea that it's just, it's just any kind of movement, you know, mm-hmm. so it doesn't, mm-hmm. you don't have to be locked into running. I didn't realize you did it for five and a half years. Oh man. You really, you really set <laughs> oh. the bar high. <laughs> Has the gauntlet been thrown? <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, you know, it's going to get rainy and cold in January and maybe that's what I'll stop for five and a half years. That's awesome. Well, 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 thank you. My, um, I mean, just when I look back on streaks and then when I talk to people who have them, the, the thing is, is streak takes on a life of its own and it becomes um, something for me that was very hard to extricate myself from. Oh yeah. And oh yeah, for sure. You know, because I, I mean, at the time I, um, just always sort of thought like, oh, well, one day I'll have a baby. And on the day I give birth, I won't be able to exercise. Right. <laughs> it's like, right. whoa, that's way too like nebulous and in the future. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was finally going on a honeymoon with my second husband, Jack, that, um, was like, if I tried to keep up that exercise streak while we were traveling, it, I would have come home without a husband. So, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So that, then the choice became easy and it, um, you know, I don't know when we were traveling around the world, it was quite, um, uh, lavish time and, uh, you know, it just exercise kind of just frittered to the back of my mind. So, um, yeah, but, yeah, but, but see, I would have been, I would have been tempted to, you know, just call my walk around Paris. Like that was uh, exercise. <laughs> oh yeah. I could, I guess I could have done that. Yeah. And, um, but also then, um, I only took a few runs while we were traveling. We traveled for three months and the runs that I did do really stand out in wonderful relief. When I think back on our trip, hey, um, you traveled for three months. We did. It was wow. back in the, back in the, yeah, it was living the high life. Yeah. I got um, unexpectedly laid off from, um, at the time I was, um, creative director for lucy.com which then became the lucy stores which are now no more i remember Um, all those yeah yeah and then um i got laid off the day before this is a a side trip i didn't see taking on this podcast um that i got (laughs) laid off the day before 
Jack, my then fiance, was planning to quit his job at Arthur Anderson, another business that is no longer around. Wow. And I remember I called him. I was um, in the parking garage and I was crying and I said, I'm so sorry. This means you can't quit tomorrow. And by that evening, he goes, no, it means I am going to quit and we're going to travel around the world. Oh my gosh. And, and that makes Jack sound like such a like, you know, romantic, high flying guy. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we just said, it wasn't like we had always talked about traveling around the world. It was just, he got a fabulous bee in his bonnet and that's what we did. So um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now, I mean, even just saying it, I can't believe we did it. Um, so yeah, but talking very serendipitous. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Um, and talking to coach Liz, she had mentioned that, um, she was supposed to do a race in New Zealand. And I said, how much I love New Zealand. It's, um, our, our second to last stop was, um, eight days in news on the South Island of New Zealand. And, oh my gosh, we were ready to move to New Zealand while we were there. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, and, and aren't you so glad sitting here now today that you, that you did that then? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I need to, I kept a journal while I was there. I should take it out and just kind of, can one live vicariously through one's own memories? Like, yeah. Or can it yeah. only be I through someone I else? I think that's worse. I think that's worth a revisit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I mean, you should, you should think about that a lot, actually. That, yeah. That's really, really fantastic. Yeah. I mean, I have yeah. certainly done that too this year of, you know, of staying home pretty much just really, you know, I, uh, I haven't ever done something quite like that, but, but um, with my daughter, Nina, uh, who's now 16, we've mm-hmm. traveled quite a few places and, and I'm, and I'm just thinking, I'm so glad that we did that. You know, I, mm-hmm. I live in a small, we live in a small house in a, mm-hmm. you know, not fancy part of town and um, put our money towards travel versus a, you know, a mm-hmm. big, giant, beautiful house. And, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, especially now that we can't travel, I'm so oh, glad that we did it then. Exactly. Exactly. Just any type of that yeah. real life experience. That's why I tell, you know, my kids are particularly my 15 year old twins are total theater nerds. And, uh, I tell them that when, when life resumes, if we think a play even sounds remotely interesting, we are buying tickets to it. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. (laughs) John's like, can we go to Broadway, you know, 3000 miles away? I'm like, that's, that's a possibility that, that, (laughs) you know, and oh my gosh. I mean, and concerts don't even get me started about concerts. Like if Taylor Swift tours, I am just breaking the bank to sit like (laughs) front row center. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So with that in mind, you know, we were talking about the streak and, Mm -hmm. you know, if I were to, to get sick and not even, you know, not even talk about something serious, but like, you know, I I will not run through being sick. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. A a little bit of a cold, maybe. Yes. it's, It's the tiniest little bit of fever. Forget it. All bets are off. Yeah. Yeah. That's, um, I was actually inspired by, um, the family that I grew up next door to in Connecticut and the father had a running streak. I think he still has it. I mean, it is, we're talking decades long. And of course he got sick sometime during that time. And I remember them telling us that he, they flew to Egypt and from the States and he had a fever yet. He still ran when he got Uh, there. Yeah. And I yeah. just was like, oh yeah, I might've taken a hard pass on that run. <laughs> yeah. I, we all know people like that. I, I, I there's a, a buddy in the running club who, who, you know, he took a, 
a spill and and I mean like a bad one you know mm. and was in the hospital with stitches <gasps> and, and and still got up and did he's got a three mile minimum oh like, no oh, wow yeah oh yeah. boy that, uh, that's uh, that's not for me <laughs> yeah yeah wow 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 well you will have to keep us updated um on your co-hosting stints in 2021 for you know how it ends for you um or how it keeps going so, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Five years, huh? Yeah. All right, Sarah. I'll get back to you in 2026. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to uh, make a Xerox of the article that I wrote um, and send it to you. <laughs> oh my gosh. Always great talking with you, Tish. Thank you. Thank you. Happy New Year. Mm-hmm. You too. Bye-bye. All right. Well, that is the end of episode one of the talk with the co-host, but um, as a little um, sneak preview for what um, next week's episode will, will hold, I brought on Dimity McDowell to talk about, um, to, to talk up one of the programs that you got to join. Dim, tell us about why they need to join Many Happy Miles uh, by January 10th. By January 10th. Yes. Many Happy Miles in 2021. Well, first of all, they're going to be happier regardless um, than yeah. 2020. So that's the good. <laughs> Um, But we've got some really, really cool things going on. It's our annual membership program. So it is basically like the birch box of for fitness, right? So every month you get a brand new workout with a theme, um, like cardio workouts, cross training. We have a lot of cross training in it. So if you only run three or four days a week, that's okay. Um, you get Mm -hmm. a strength circuit. We really emphasize strength in many happy miles. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. have gotten a lot stronger because of it. Mm -hmm. It's very cool to see. Um, we have a monthly guest. I'm really excited about the January guest. Um, it's about Mm -hmm. setting your intentions mindfully for 2021. Um, and I just did a practice uh, session with her or sat in on another group that she did. And it was amazing. Um, and what else? We, oh, we have a journal. Oh, we have a weekly oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. We have a journal. Um, hello, Barry, the lead there, you former journalist. Um, Dimity is probably yeah. going to be modest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you talk about it. Dim. I, I, I'm very, very proud of it. Um, it's designed by Megan Duncan, who was a mother runner in Utah. She did an amazing job. We have it's, it's like um, one of our books, but just a light and with a lot of input from you because, um, or a lot of input for from you. So because it's a journal, you get to write a lot. Sorry, I'm not getting my yeah. words. But there's, but we also did a survey prior to printing the journal so that we have a lot of input from mother runners who have been in many happy miles. So lots of different perspectives and ideas yeah. and tips and tricks and, and work. Put- and put together by you, it brings your creativity, your encouragement, your sensibility. It's really just wonderful, 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 uh, distilled dimity and encouraging and really kind of, I think, going to set people on a wonderful path for the new year. So. I am hoping. Yeah, that's the point. Yeah. 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 Um, so, and then uh, the other thing that's just fun and it's, you know, um, is we're doing a book club. We're doing a Many Happy Miles book club with Adrian Martini. Um, mm-hmm. quarterly. So it's four books in one year. If you're not a reader, um, we're going to give you about three months <laughs> to read a book. So, and you know what, it's the, it's the kind of book club where you can show up, um, with a glass of wine and having read, you know, the Amazon reviews and, and still come and enjoy it. Like you don't have to, yeah. it's very casual. We're not looking for, yeah. you know, so, so that's just kind of a fun way to gather, um, especially because we've become all so accustomed to zoom. So it's going to be a fun little, uh, little add-on just for, yeah. for kicks. Yeah. 
Awesome. Awesome. So to find out more details and to register again by January 10th, because um, we are cutting off the registration, uh, go to manyhappymiles.com. Again, that's manyhappymiles.com. Our podcast today was produced by Alex Ward from Sounds Like Pictures in Portland, Oregon. Many happy miles. Many happy miles.